The accused confirmed that he never felt insecure, unsafe or threatened by living on, in the estate. They slept with open windows without burglar bars and keys in the doors without security gates. The back door was even left open or unlocked sometimes. It was submitted by the state council, that's Ms. Galloway assisted by Ms. Post, that the security measures of the estate, the location of the property on the estate, and the close proximity of the house made it highly improbable for any intruders to access the estate and the property in question, commit these crimes and exit the property and estate without being detected. Despite lengthy cross-examination, the defense was unable to suggest or present evidence of a real breach of the security. Considering the probabilities, and in the light of what I've already said, the court is in agreement this was with Galloway that it is highly unlikely that the security was breached by an intruder from outside the Zalza estate. Judge Desai also questioned the accused's behavior following the incident. The internet search for emergency services, while there was no need for it in the light of the list mounted on the fridge, for emergency emergency purposes, not seeking assistance from neighbors living in close proximity, the failure to attempt to make use of the easily accessible security and emergency services available to the residents on the estate itself, the inability of the accused to explain sensibly why he opted to call Bianca a minor schoolgirl living in the hospital instead of other people who could render assistance and his failure to attempt to assist his family medically or comfort them in their dying hour. Instead, he smoked three cigarettes. The failure to to at least warn his family, to warn his mother and sister about the intruder in the boy's room after attack on Rudy and his father can be added to what I've already said. The time period between the incident and the attempts to obtain assistance. The accused also stated during cross-examination that he immediately went and phoned the emergency services again, underline the word again, after regaining consciousness. This is simply an incorrect statement. Considering the timeline as set out in Exhibit UU, the accused did not phone the emergency service before he lost consciousness. He did an internet search for an ambulance at 4.27 and attempted to phone the emergency service from his mobile phone for the first time at 07.12. Dr. James Butler, neurologist, who we shall hear of more later in this judgment, entirely testified about the accused's behavior on the audio clip of his emergency call, during which he appears inappropriately calm and lacking in urgency given the gravity of the circumstances. Those words are inverted commas. And also not knowing about his family status. Dr. Butler said he suspected the general public would be struck by the inappropriateness of the accused's behaviour. The judge also dismissed Van Breda's testimony that he had asked for help from an unknown lady after the attack on his family. During cross-examination, the accused testified 
that the processes of the trial jogged a lot of his memory and that there is a statement in the police docket of a lady that was outside their house. He could not recall whether he mentioned it to the police or not. Surprisingly, he also testified that it did not seem relevant information to him. Such a person could possibly have assisted the police with information on the alleged intruders. The accused was not aware of what she had seen or known about the incident or the intruders. When probed again about his failure to mention it to the police, the accused responded that he was fairly sure that he didn't, did mention it to the police, but they just did not include it in his statement. He then testified that he did not deem it necessary to point it out to the police, that he sought help from a lady on the estate and that the police had to find her. Both scenarios, as indicated by the accused, can simply not be true. He either told the police about the lady or he did not deem it necessary to mention his encounter with the lady. In summary, as Ms. Galloway argued, the conduct of the accused after the attack on the family is inexplicable.